Welcome to the Peppermint and Me podcast. This is episode one, Hill Lake. I'm your host, Ethan. And in these podcasts, we're going to sit back and enjoy some tea and tales. So dive into the depths of my past and enjoy the concoction of legends that shall unfold. This story begins, as many do, with an idea. Though fruitful in desire, the truth of terror was soon to unravel upon us. A trip of promised relaxation into the risen lake beyond our shores was well within grasp. Even the winds fell calm upon the dawning land, and a morning freshened by the breeze of eastern winds was welcomed by the waning sun that rose from behind. The shadows of my dear Kaover fell across the water's edge as he prepared our vessel for the voyage. With rod and tackle in hand, we'd set out in our canoe, but as the saying goes, it's not about the destination, it's the journey that brought us there. So to avoid any treacherous journeying, we strapped a rope to the back of a motorboat and attached it to our canoe. This brought us swiftly across the lake to our portage trail, though the trail as it is cannot be called a trail, for over a slight slope you could find the other lake. Its supremacy above all others comes from the fact that although only meters away from another lake, the surface level of the water is an entire meter higher. Yet we knew not what was to befall us as the canoe was set into the water. Searching for fish and blessed conversation, Kaober and myself took paddles in hand and canoed into the blackening waters. Setting a trap for minnows along the shore for future bait was our first stop. We thought little of it, for as quickly as it dropped into the depths, we were off again. Bewildered by the beauty of shimmering waters and calls of peaceful loons, we cast out our rods and relaxed. But then the veil of peace was broken. As my pipe was lit and smoldering its leaves, the first of terrors struck. Beyond our outstretched rods was the beauty of life. Loon followed by its duckling. They splashed and dived, eating what reeds they could find. But as the mother went under and its babe in hot pursuit, we were soon drowned in sorrow. For only the mother returned. Though with hope for a good world, we looked out with keen eyes for any sign of the child but to no avail. It was then that the cries of mother distressed began. The calls rang out, but with no return. The sea of shimmers now began to darken. Shocked and perplexed, I sat back, letting the song of sorrow play its chords for us. But Kaover now gleamed with revenge in his eyes. Taking his rod from the depths and breaking the seal on his tackle, he revealed his greatest triumph. The lure to be the pike's bane. For no child of a loon goes under and doesn't surface, unless it be the pike. So tightened upon his line, the lure of revenge was flung forth into the waters below. But it returned with no enemy upon its hooks. So again he cast, and then again, and again, time wore on with no hint of her enemy, not a snag or a bite. But why should he bite? If that monster had already fed, no lure would bait him in. Our hearts broke further as the distant cries cracked in agony as the widow sung out for her loss. But taking heart, Kaover the Strong cast forth his rod into the depths once more. Even when all truly seemed lost, the wind of his reel harmonized the song of pain as the empty line rolled further in. Desired revenge had faded from the now weary arms of Kaover. It was then, at the pinnacle of despair, when came a pull. And then the fight. He tugged and reeled, and the line bent and swerved. The beast was hooked. Rejoice. Rejoice was near to our lips. 
but victory is not given to those at Hill Lake. The depths show no mercy as they swallow your hopes, as they swallow the pike's bane. A line once held tight now freely flew in the breeze. A lure we cherished to be our salvation was consumed by the beast we sought. Gripping our hearts, the calls of misery now rung loud as a reminder of our faults. Taking our canoe, we went further down the lake, perhaps to find the beast we sought so vengefully, or perhaps to escape the mocking calls of a mother who put her hopes in us. Nevertheless, we paddled away, cloaked in the shadows of despair. We steered into the darkened pools. Hungry and tormented, we let no conversation fall between us. The cries that filled the rising winds suddenly fell silent, for there, in the graying horizon, flew a westbound widow. Vexed by the mental onslaught, we sat hushed in thought. The distant shore waved its lush leaves. Beckoning calls lingered to my ears as thoughts of the wild forest reached for me. Groped by the desire for land, led me to a longing for anything but these accursed waves. But the wakening noise that came from a heavy splash brought me right back to our seaborne adventure. The frightful and searching gaze of Carver fell headlong into the void below. Uncertainty of what made the splash brought curiosity to what still remained in the canoe. And there, within our canoe, remained only one fishing rod. A mishap by the weary Kaover led to a rod sinking meters below the surface, so with the remaining strength we had left, we attempted a hook and pull with our other rod. Time wore on as Kaover tried and tried, but to no avail. It was with weary hearts and shattered spirits we set out to leave the cursed hill lake, for it took not only our lure and rod, but our hearts. I heard even now as I think back on the fact for this is not even the end of our torment. The minnow trap we set had managed its way around fallen trees and tangled itself. After much effort to retrieve it, we successfully acquired a total of no minnows. Disheartened by the cruel sting of this lake, we began our exit from the canoe. And yet, the spiteful laugh of her cruelty tipped us just when we thought we'd escaped. However, it was only I who was soaked the blood-stained water as it dripped deeper into the canoe. But Kaover escaped, pulling the canoe forth with me in it onto land. Then, with the taste of hope touching our lips, we left Hill Lake. But she was not done with us. There, beyond our sight, rose a storm of wave and wind. One last fight we'd need to conquer. So exhausted and beaten down, we fought our way back. One last battle to finalize the trip forever engraved into our minds as Hell Lake. <laughs>